0: That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's Eufy Video Lock, a proud sponsor of this, the Talk of Champions Podcast Network.
1: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify?
2: No. Rebel Nation, welcome to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline with Gary Darby, Chuck Roundsville, and Gordon Ford. And
3: straight ahead to the five, to the two, to the one. In the end zone is Jerry and Ely. Touchdown, Ole Miss. Bringing you the lowdown on
2: everything with Ole Miss Athletics.
3: Near side, there's a pitch. It's on the turf, and the Rebels recover
2: it. Don't just sit on the sidelines, be part of the show. Text in your questions and comments to 662 426 1093. That's
3: 62-426-1093. I guess you don't have to, but you need to. Deal for Rodriguez—he'll go coast to coast, one-handed stuff with a right hand. Swung on, fly ball, deep field. That ball is long, gone, headed toward the scoreboard. Hit right below it, and the Rebels take a one-to-nothing lead on a bomb by Tim Elko. And here it is—we're underway in the Sugar Bowl. Now here's your host,
2: Gary Darby.
4: Well, hello everybody. Welcome to another of Motors the Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. I'm Gary Darby. Chuck's here. Gordon's here. We're all here and ready to go today. Let me tell you what we will do on the program. Jake Thompson from On3Sports and the Ole Miss Spirit comes up at about 6.10. A little bit later on, we'll have Harry Harrison of the Ole Miss Radio Network. We'll be talking about More practice, scrimmaging, football, and all kinds of things that we can on the show. Plus, your text messages at 662-426-1093. 662-426-1093. So get in there. We'll also start something called Five Things with Yancey. That will come up here in uh, the very first part of things. We already have a couple of text messages in, but you can do it as well. Again, 426-1093 nine three. Mr. Chuck, how are we doing today?
5: Doing great, man. Doing great. Just inching toward the football season. A lot of excitement around the Manning Center with the football team practicing and, you know, getting everything in order. And I,
6: I'm just excited as I can be. How about you, Gordon? Same here, man. Big uh, recruit commitment this week. I mean, uh, you know, I was, uh, pretty happy about
5: that absolutely well, you know i, th- I think old miss percentage wise i heard richard and them talking about it before we came on the air uh percentage wise have more four star or above than just about anybody in the country committed right now now we don't have as as many overall but percentage wise and of course
4: you know that's gotten them, I think, to number 20 yeah. in the country, and one of the things. And and we'll get into uh, some of that recruiting at the back end. I know basketball is in on uh, an in state recruit. Good football recruiting news and more to get to as well. But first, a little Omas Sports News brought to you by First South Farm Credit. They have loans for land, country homes, and agriculture. The number 18 Omas soccer team had three second half goals last night, picked up a win over number 22, Memphis. Three to nil. They're now 2-0 on the season. They hit the road for a pair of matches this week. to take on Middle Tennessee on Thursday and Samford on Sunday. So a nice win for them. And now let's go ahead and get into it. It's five things with Yancey brought to you by the Outback Steakhouse. Our friend Steve Grantham who currently operates nine Outback Steakhouse locations in Mississippi and Tennessee. Friend of the program helping bring uh, this to us. All right, Yancey, go ahead.
7: Big day for the Porter household. Here are some thoughts uh, from Saturday's scrimmage. First, we hear that several starters were missing on both sides of the ball Saturday. Nothing major, just some guys deemed up. Second, Jaden Williams we hear has solidified the left tackle spot. We look for Mason Brooks to be the sixth man. He can play guard. He can play tackle. His role will still be vital for the Ole Miss Rebels. Third, we're hearing that the second-string offensive line had its best day yet. They really seem to solidify the positions and – Things are coming around nicely. What was a worry is now not a worry for the Ole Miss Rebels. Fourth, offensive line sources tell me that the defensive line is simply unblockable at times. Uh, We think that this will be Ole Miss's best defensive line in many, many years. Uh, Look for big things from the Ole Miss defensive line in the 2022 season. Fifth, we hear that Jonathan Mingo, Malik Heath, and Jalen Robinson – Will all be guys that they lean on to begin it, to start the season. We think uh, other players like Quay Davis, JJ Henry, Jordan Watkins, and Jalen Knotts will also play vital roles. In fact, all of those guys had big scrimmages Saturday. The, the wide receiver group, kind of like the second string offensive line, was a little bit of worry after spring practice, but things really seem to be settling down on that front. And a little bonus tidbit the Rebels picked up a commitment from Aiden Williams. Ole Miss now has three of the top five players in the state of Mississippi committed, the top two players in Mississippi committed, and it moved up to number 20 in the national recruiting rankings. Aiden is a guy that uh, has that NWO-type body uh, and ability, and it's going to be a welcome addition to the Ole Miss football team. Five
4: things with Yancey, as again brought to you by the Outback Steakhouse and our friend Steve Grantham. Let's Outback eat boldly, Tonight, can you believe uh, a big day in the Porter household? We're going to give the rest of the show away, right? Anniversary number twenty and son's sixteenth birthday. Cool. So
6: he also played. Happy birthday!
4: He is doing some football right now, I do believe, uh, with Oxford. So a whole lot of things happening for Gansy and the family.
5: There you go. Congratulations! Yeah, uh,
4: my seventeenth was this weekend uh, on Saturday, uh, and it's it was the furniture right, the furniture anniversary. So mm-hmm. what did we do? We cleaned out a storage unit and, and broke down from three storage units to two, and we threw away a lot of furniture. Isn't that a romantic <laughs> thing to do on your anniversary? Oh, yeah, yeah,
5: absolutely.
4: I'm a keeper, folks. Uh, <laughs> I don't think she'll trade me. Oh, uh, That was our weekend and fun.
5: Your wife sounds like mine. She says, she loans me out says, well, hey, uh, he's got a weak mind but a strong back.
4: Absolutely <laughs> right. Absolutely right. Jake Thompson comes up on the other side. We'll talk with him next.
8: When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for a gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Cannon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find you roads.
4: What does the farm mean to you?
9: you know she's worth it. Attention, Camp Lejeune toxic water victims. I'm attorney Roberts Wilson with important information that you need to know. If you or a loved one lived or worked at Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987 and developed cancer or another major disease, you may have a claim for money damages. To have your claim reviewed, call Roberts Wilson PA Injury Lawyers at 662-533-9111. Or visit us on the web at wegetjustice.com. You're listening
2: to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Woo!
5: He said, he said,
6: yeah! Now when I was a young boy.
4: Come back to the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Gary, Chuck, and Gordon in the studio. Coming up a little bit later on, your text messages, where we have them about basketball recruiting, an Australian punter, and the two quarterbacks. We'll get to some of those questions. Plus, we'll also, a little bit later on, get into some injuries, recruiting news, the good, bad, and ugly. Harry Harrison joins us, and now it's our friend Jake Thompson, brought to you by Gateway Tire, serving us since 1929, and with 54 locations across six states, Gateway Tire goes the distance
10: for you. How you doing, Jake? I'm doing great, guys. How are you all?
11: We're here.
5: Super. Super. Hey, man, uh, the media got a shot at walk-on Dayton Wade today, a wide receiver transferred in from Western Kentucky. It looks like he's going to be in the uh, receiver rotation. Um, really impressive kid, isn't
10: he? Yeah, no, I that was a fun, I think, five, six minutes we spent with him. Uh, a lot of energy, just a lot of positivity and – uh it's a cool story uh for those who didn't know uh, about it until we kind of talked to him he he entered the portal didn't really know where he wanted to go had some offers but former Ole Miss player and former Kentucky Western Kentucky teammate uh uh, Jaquor Pearson talked to him I think he said it back in January and said hey Ole Miss is the place to be Wade as he said his own words took a gamble and it looks like it's paid off he's kind of making his way up the up the rep chart up the depth chart of a you know as a very crowded receiver room that's full of potential and talent already and you know I think that's only a positive to have another guy that even Kiffin is very high on had some good words to say and you know it never hurts to have too many weapons and you know I you know I don't and when it gets to that point you really don't have a depth chart you just got a lot of options and it seems like that receiver uh, Ole Miss did a great job in the transfer portal and, and reloaded
5: you know and after watching Dayton uh, for a couple of weeks out at practice, I decided that he needed some NIL money, so I <laughs> I wrote him up an NIL yesterday, and I I got to know him a little bit while we were in the office signing his contract and ac- uh, academic honor roll guy, uh, really bright, really personable. I was just totally uh, impressed by him.
10: Yeah, no, I, he kind of—you know, you, you don't really know when you're talking to these players for the first time how it's going to go—but he just kind of jumps right off at you. A great personality, and I think he's somebody Ole Miss fans will, will definitely take a liking to the more that, that he gets out there and then they get to see him. He's kind of
5: small, but but man, he's put together right. Uh, he's got some powerful looking legs, and you know he's lean and and five uh, nine one seventy five, uh, but he's cat quick. He, he reminds me a lot of Jalen Robinson and J.J. Henry in the way he runs, and uh, I think he's going to be in that style. But, uh, Jacob, uh, you know, we're all put on the spot every day. Who's the quarterback? Who's the quarterback? And nobody believes us when we say that it's still a battle. Uh, they either say, no, it's darts. It's it's always been darts. Lane's not you know, he's he's just trying to motivate Dart by saying it's a battle. But you've been out there as much as I have, and I don't think Lane's lying.
10: No, I mean, I think I've stood next to you a couple times and stood next to a couple other guys uh, and said the same thing that I think I've said before, and we've all written it. We'll watch them all make a lovely, beautiful pass down deep for you know, a touchdown at practice, and then we'll both see them just kind of miss some guys on the same kind of you know throws and same – thing it's like one almost mirrors the other and you know I've never you hear that all the time but you know for the first time we're all getting to kind of see it with our eyes and it just seems like you know one nudges ahead and then falls back and then another has a good Saturday and it sounds like maybe Luke had a good Saturday or a closing set to the Saturday in the second scrimmage that we didn't really get to see as opposed to where Dart looked kind of stronger two Saturdays ago and you know Kiffin I you know he says it's coach speak but I feel like he means it just because it's he's not saying it robotically it's he doesn't know you know when we ask him he's got no clue and i think it is a tough call for him and i know he's trying to kind of say it's you know glass half full it's positive to have two guys that you feel like could be qb1 but i know also at the same time he'd love to have a decision before they enter game week next week
5: no question do we use the word
4: co-starter or do you think there actually will be someone that he names prior to the first week
10: uh that phrase was actually asked to him today, a co-starter, and he, he said, no, we're not there yet. We've still got plenty of time. And, I know, you know, he's, I know it's only four more days of this week, or well, five if you count this coming Saturday's final scrimmage. But I know he wishes he had maybe another month to, just for somebody to jump out. But he did not, and, he, and all month, and even in the spring, he didn't like the idea of going in with the two quarterback system or two starters. I mean, I know he did it with Plumley and Corral, but he did that, I think, just to kind of let it play out on the field and let people see Corral was going to be the guy, and he eventually was. And I don't know if Kiffin wants to go through with that. I know the month of September is kind of easy with the schedule being what it is, and you could probably get away with both guys, but I think he really wants to know who his guy is on September 2nd when they go to sleep before that season this, over.
5: This is nothing like Corral and Plumley. I mean, yeah. uh, anybody that thought Plumlee was going to beat out Corral in a passing offense, uh, was fooling themselves. Uh, these, these two guys this year are, are a heck of a lot closer. And I liked what Kiffin said today. He said, he said, listen guys, my son calls me every day, <laughs> knocks his son from out in California says, dad, you know who's going to be the quarterback. You, you know, good and well. And Kiffin tells him says, son, I, I really don't. And I mean, and I don't think he lied to his son.
10: <laughs> no, I mean, he, he was very genuine when he told that story. And I I really do think he just probably dreads walking through that door every day we get him because he knows what the question's going to be. And, you know, he may be running out of ways to say it. And, uh, you know, I think it is close. And, you know, it's, it's fun for us to write about and see. But I know it's driving people crazy. But, you know, I think it's going to be one of those where him and Charlie Weiss sit down and Kiffin's going to have the final say.
5: But well they'll what's sad
10: you'll have and and they'll pick somebody at some point
5: what's sad to me i say i use the sad because it's the best word i can come up with um is it's kind of divided the fan base you know there's pro dart people and pro uh, and anti- dart people and pro luke people let's just you know hey the best man wins and pull for both of
10: them you yeah know what uh, you know uh, you you and me see that all the time it was, uh, with fans and what they're saying. And, you know, if Kiff, you know, I kind of feel like Kiff is trying to maybe say that in a way because he maybe he's seeing it or hearing it that, you know, there's becoming camps, so to speak, for each guy. And, you know, I, he's trying to say, look at it as we've got two guys who maybe I feel confident that could go out there as SEC quarterback starting quarterbacks. And that's not a bad thing.
6: You know, you look at the uh, wide receivers. I mean, I looked at a depth chart that was on 730. You know, they've got Dennis Jackson starting, you know, Mingo. Um, tell me how that's shaping out.
10: Uh, you know, I think once it's all said and done, and me and Chuck have kind of hammered out, we did another, or Chuck put it out this past weekend, a depth chart. And I see Mingo and, you know, being one of your, obviously your starter. And I think Malik Keith makes his way out there. And, you know, Dennis Jackson, we've talked to him. I I think he's gonna be a good backup rotating guy, but I don't in terms of starting, I don't know if he'll get no, that nod.
5: He's but, not gonna uh, start I
10: think he's just one of the one of the platoon guys is what I see him being.
5: I I think that you're gonna see Jalen Robinson in the slot, you're gonna see Malik Heath and Mingo out wide, and then in the rotation I think you're gonna see Braylon Brown, J.J. Henry, uh Jordan Watkins, Dennis Jackson. Uh, Dayton Wade, that's probably going to be your top eight, be my guess.
10: Yeah, and all those are you know good, especially once you get into those reserves. I mean, I think he feels really confident with, with what he's got in terms of depth in that room right now.
5: Yeah, I do too. I do too, Jake.
10: You
6: know, you look at the offensive line, and a big deal was made about getting Mason Brooks in. Where does he stand in the offensive line rotation, and how do you see that right now?
10: Uh, you know, uh, me and Chuck kind of kept an eye on that when he got back Uh, from being out after kind of getting dinged up in that first scrimmage and he's kind of become, you know, it's a basketball term but you know you can use it in football, the the sixth man of that offensive line and Jade Williams seems to be a guy that's kind of taking an opportunity where there was one to kind of move in and become a starter and I think he's going to mix in with with Broker and Eli Acker and Caleb Warren and and Mason you know, he's done some guard and he's done some tackle as a backup role uh, as as well and so I think Mason's going to be that kind of a reserve six-man guy come in and give somebody a spell, at least how I see it. Now, we all sit here and say that, and he may line up as one of the starting five in two weeks. But I see Brooks kind of now being a guy that may be that reserve off the bench kind of player.
4: Good information, Jake. Thanks for being with us tonight.
10: Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you all.
4: Jake Thompson on 3 Sports and the Ole Miss Spirit. You can read uh, anything you want from Jake, Chuck, Ben, and the guys. You can check all of that out again on 3 Sports the Ole Miss spirit. Coming back with your text messages and more on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline.
9: miss attention camp lejeune toxic water victims i'm attorney roberts wilson with important information that you need to know if you or a loved one lived or worked at camp lejeune between 1953 and 1987 and developed cancer or another major disease you may have a claim for money damages to have your claim reviewed call roberts wilson pa injury lawyers at 662-533-9111 or visit us on the web at wegetjustice.com. Outback
2: Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next.
4: Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Gary, Chuck, Gordon in the studio. We'll get with Harry and just a few. Rhino running the ship down uh, in the central portion of uh, the world. And uh, we appreciate the work that he does. Hey, it's time for some text messages. They're brought to you by Canon Cleary McGraw. Go check out their website for things that you might want as far as land, lots, condos, anything um, that you would like in uh, the city of Oxford and around all right so the first question that we have that we want to get to is is this one and it goes back to the quarterback chuck a, a little bit and but the question is comparing both of them to matt corral who is more similar to corral
5: i i don't think either one of them are really i mean they both run pretty good and and uh they both have real good arms but uh i mean Corral had an exceptional arm and And I'm not, you know, both Luke and Dart have good enough arms, okay? But, uh, I mean, Corral, Corral's in the pros. I mean, so I don't know. I don't know. I I don't think either one of them are that similar in style. I think uh, Dart is more of a swashbuckler and is going to take more chances. And I think Luke is a little more conservative in his approach of taking care of the ball and taking check downs and being happy with what the defense gives him. So which one do the coach want? Do they want somebody that's going to take care of the ball? They want somebody that's going to make big plays. And that
4: might be what why the decision has been so hard, right? Because you, we've even talked throughout in, in, in a way that – you know, Dart's now protecting the ball a little bit right. better than, right. he, than yeah. he was he early. Has been. And so it has kind of changed as this has gone along yeah. to make that decision my, a little bit My harder.
5: impression of Dart has really raised up a level or two in the last couple of weeks because he is taking care of the ball now and he does have big play capability, no question. All
4: right, the, the next text message also about football comes in and uh of course making news last week was the fact that Ole Miss has a, a new punter and so uh Jeff wants to know what happened to the Australian punter.
5: He's still around. He's just been injured. He got he, he did some he pulled something on like the first or second day of Fall camp. Uh, talking about Fraser Mason, uh, 6'5, 235 pound junior from Bisbane, Australia. Um, I, I'm, I was told he's going to be back this week. And if he is, obviously he'll be the punter. They're not going to. Pollock or Pollock or Pollock. Uh, Pollock. I, I don't think he's going to beat him out. Uh, Pollock's okay, though. I watched him punt the other day. Not bad, but. This, this this Mason kid's got a chance to be special because he's a big boy.
4: All right. Another text message that comes in is the opinion on how Kermit's been able to recruit at a high level after such a disappointing season.
6: I can tell you that right now. First of all, he's got new assistants. He's got Brock Morris, who was at Louisiana Lafayette, who worked under Bob Marlin, who is a great coach, wins a lot of games there, and they recruit well. Robert Kirby. He's been everywhere. I mean, that guy's been at Memphis. He's been at State a couple of times. He's uh, well-known, highly respected recruiter, and these guys are out there getting it, and they got a lot of contacts, and right now, I'm going to tell you right now, they're doing well. And Kermit, hey, you know, his first couple of years at MTSU, they probably didn't really recruit that well. They did good enough because they just came in and got the job, but, you know, at the end, he was top 20 recruiting, so.
5: Well, and and I think also, you, there's always this factor of, hey, we need help. Mm-hmm. You can come in and play right <laughs> That's now. That's right. That's right. So uh, you know, and that usually that factor usually is part of the equation after a losing season. You know, hey man, you know we're not very good. We could sure use you. Doesn't matter if you're the freshman coming
4: yeah. in or this re- the 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 portal that we have out right now, where he's grabbed a lot of people as well. And so I think, look, you're going to see a lot of teams across the country that are going to be able to recruit like this. Now, after bad years, right? Mm-hmm. Portal part of it, but then, as you mentioned, hey, you want a spot, we can stick you out and, there and pretty quick.
5: there's also going to be the NIL factor. Yeah. That's, that's out there, uh, even though, uh, I mean, I heard carmen has got some money, not as much as he needs, but I think it's helped him sign a couple of kids. So, you know. How about
4: the Rebel Injury Report from Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine? I know you just mentioned a little bit with the punter there, but do we have anything else?
5: Yeah, Uh re- Really not bad. Lane told us all along he doesn't like to talk about injuries, but that he would tell us if they were major injuries. Um, and so far he's he's not had to speak on any major injuries. But classes started today, so I'm not sure if some of these kids were at class, but here's the ones that were out today. Quinchon Judkins, the, the freshman running back. Now he's been out about a week, so I know he's injured. A.J. Finley, the safety, senior safety. I think he's fine. They're just holding him out to make sure because he's very valuable back there. Uh, backup cornerback uh, Kendrick Breedlove broke his wrist in the scrimmage Saturday and is probably out for most of the year. Uh, Kincaid Dent was not out there today, and Casey Kelly, tight end Casey Kelly, was not out there today. I don't know whether they're injured or whether they were at class. They just weren't out of practice today.
4: All right, so there you get that look as well with their injuries. Again, brought to you by Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Of course, basketball guys trying to get back and get ready and uh, well, as soon as we can.
6: Well, one of the things is they have a recruit, Jacob Gaza, who's a baseball player, basketball player. Uh, he was at Parkland Academy or somewhere like that, and he's transferred to Briarcrest, but he came up here, to play in a tournament that they played in and fell and really hurt his back really bad. And he should be back playing by oh probably December. But, you know, he is a commitment for Ole Miss, and, you know, he had a pretty severe injury.
4: Mm, we'll think about that as well. A
6: two-sport guy. Yeah, he is a two-sport guy. He's a six, he, nine in, baseball in player. I don't know if he's, you know, I know they were looking at him, but I, I don't know that much about baseball Recruiting with him, but I know basketball has him committed, and he's been committed for like two years.
4: Hmm. All right. Well, all right, we got Harry coming up next. I know this, one of the injured things this weekend were the shelves of bread, milk, and everything else. I made a mistake yesterday, Chuck, of going to one of the the big stores in the city of Oxford. Awful. Just awful. (laughs) There was nothing. You're right. The pe- people were moving in. Everybody's back, and uh, the population well, has changed. And that's right not now. the
5: only problem. The the one big problem is they can't hire anybody to stock the ship.
4: That's right. Couldn't, all of the
5: buggies were out in the middle. Yeah. There was nobody uh, to do
4: anything. Yeah. It was not a smart move on my part. Having Harry on is a smart move, and we talk to him next.
12: celebrating 20 years in business whether it's work or play big delta power sports in batesville
7: Looking for the largest selection of wine and spirits in North Mississippi? Look No further than High Cotton's Wine and Spirits Warehouse in Oxford, located just behind Rebel Racks. You'll find some of the rarest wines that can only be found at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. They offer their customers a unique experience through their employees' expertise in the wine and spirits industry. The High Cotton Wine and Spirits Warehouse is a destination place for all of you true wine and spirit connoisseurs. Come visit us six days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at High Cotton Wine and Spirits.
0: code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. BXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions podcast network. It's concert season, and concert season is all about the boots. Already, Oxford and Ole Miss have seen Morgan Wallen lighted up at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Ole Miss football star and Talk of Champions podcaster Jared Ivey bemoaned how his boots were lacking. He should have gone with Tacovis, the, the only stop for the Ole Miss fan and the best in Western style. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings for the spring and summer, including timeless, always-on-trend styles in men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. Stop by your local Tecovis store and have a complimentary drink or two on the house while you shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service, and many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
12: Ole Miss
2: football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors.
4: All right, the Game Day outlooks brought to you by Roberts Wilson, PA. At Roberts Wilson, PA, they only represent the people. The consultation is free. You may have heard Roberts involved in things as well, in the uh, suits that are going against Camp Lejeune and the water that's there. We get justice. Give them a call. You'll talk to a real person at 662-533-9111. That is for Roberts Wilson, PA. Wegetjustice.com. Harry Harrison is on the line with us. We welcome him back for another show. Good Monday night, Harry. How are you? All
11: right. Gary Darby, nice to talk to you again. Then where where you been, man.
4: Well, I coached a little baseball one week. Under the weather the next week, they've allowed me to come back out of the house.
11: There you go. There you go. Well, you
4: sound the same. <laughs> no, thank you. thank you. I look uh, worse, though, but I, as long as I sound the same, we're all That's good. Cool. All, all good. right, man.
5: <laughs> Harry, I, I might be grasping at straws here. Uh, with this question, but it's been kind of a concern of mine that there's only one football and about 20 weapons out (laughs) on on offense. And Lane brought this up about, you know, the blending of the team with all these transfers and the culture differences. And that was going to be one of his biggest issues in fall camp. What's your thoughts on that as far as sharing the ball and being unselfish and, you know, gosh, we got so many weapons.
11: Well, Chuck, I think you're right and you're wrong. What I've seen out there is you're right. There is only one football, but we got to decide who's going to be handing it off or, or throwing it. and That'll be the first order of business. But the uh, the what I've seen in practice is these guys have really messed, Chuck. I just don't see I don't see any selfishness. I see a good camaraderie. I see uh, backups. You know. High five and starters or starters high five and backups. I just don't uh, I don't see that yet. Now we haven't played football games and you know stats may matter to some of these guys, but I just so far I, I think we're good there.
5: I like that, like hearing that, um, and I've seen the same thing, but I, I wanted it confirmed. I I think these are good kids. Uh, I've I've written up seventeen of them NIL deals and gotten to know them, and uh, most of them are the transfers and. They seem happy here and and seem uh, content with their role on the football team.
11: That's exactly the feedback I get, Chuck. I mean, I was I was talking to uh, Brooke Mason the other day uh, after Saturday after practice, and he's kind of it looks like he's going to be the sixth man up. that's the way I would read it this week. Uh, he's played some right tackle. He played some left tackle. He even played some guard. So, and and we, I introduced him to David Kellum after the scrimmage, and he was real, he was happy with that. He said, I'm, I'm, I'm the, I'm the guy. He said, you know, I can play any of the positions. And so, uh, I think Jaden Williams is obviously, is playing well enough to be that starting left tackle and move Jeremy James back to right tackle. And I think, uh, Mason Brooks is going to be the, 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 the sixth guy. So, uh, and you would think, well, he's been running first team he got dinged up and then he lost his job, but he seemed very happy with it. So, this is another example of what I think uh, the camaraderie is on this team.
5: You know, you mentioned Jaden Williams, Harry. You know, you know, there's only been one Laramie Tunsel, but this kid kind of reminds me of him his length and uh, he's got a quick first step in pass pro. Uh, I think, uh, He's young and developing. You know, Laramie came in; he was ready to play from the day one. But I think this kid's got a lot of potential.
11: I don't think there's any doubt about that. They're not me. Not me, Laramie out there. That's right. That's right. <laughs>
5: that's right. You no, know,
11: but you're right. This guy was. A, this guy was a tight end in high school, so we know he's athletic. He can run, and now all of a sudden he's up to about 300, three hundred and three, five, or
1: ten. And he hadn't
11: lost any athleticism. I don't know about the running part anymore, but he didn't have to run very far except get back to the football when, when uh, we complete a pass. Uh, but, yes, he's, he's come a long way. Redshirt freshman. Uh, was A freshman last year was not ready, but this year he's gained that weight, and it's good weight, and uh, looks very athletic out there on the, on the edge.
5: I, I didn't know how I was going to take – having a Mississippi State transfer come in here. But I tell you, I think Malik Heath has done a really good job transitioning from a Bulldog to a Rebel, and I think he's going to be a surprise this
11: year. Well, I hadn't had that conversation with him yet, Chuck, but I, he is going to definitely be a big plus for this receiving corps, no doubt about it. I think he'll start at one of the wide-out positions. Cut a long pass uh, with good coverage on him uh, on Saturday. Of course, it was all indoors because of the weather. But uh, he did a good job. He, he runs crisp routes, got good hands. Uh, I think he's one of the better ones there. So I'm I, I feel really good about him being here.
6: Defensive line, Harry. I mean, you got a bunch of players out there: Katie Hill, Robinson, Piggies, Taiwan Malone. I mean, who who's in the rotation? I mean, uh, you know, you got Jamon Gordon down here, and a m- month ago he was listed as third string. Uh, defensive lineman. I mean, you know, he was highly touted in Juco.
11: Well, the guy you hadn't even mentioned is probably the best one out there named Cedric Johnson, number 33, and he's going to be the weak side defensive end. He's going to step in there where Sam Williams left, and and he might be better than Sam before it's all said and done because he's grown up in that position. Sam was a little bit out of position, but Cedric Johnson's always been a defensive end, and that's the position he's playing. He's finally in that right position. But, Gordon, I think you're right. I think there's going to be guys on that defensive front over there during the game going to be begging to try to get back in the game. And that's a good problem to have because, obviously, when you start uh, in September, it's pretty warm and uh, and you play a lot of tempo teams. And so we need that depth. I think that's going to be a major plus in that second half come, come the fall.
5: I've been overly, overly, overly impressed with the progress that J.J. Pegues has made since the first day of spring until uh, – Saturday scrimmage. Even though he didn't play much Saturday, um, he he's just become a. Uh, he's not a tight end anymore as a defensive tackle.
11: No, he and, and he's learning that craft, Joe. You're right. He's very athletic. He's been. He, he look from a height standpoint he looked the same in the 8th grade but uh from a body standpoint he's now about 310 but he's got that quick twitch and you know he ran what was he a running back, quarterback, tight end in high school, even mm-hmm. flexed out and caught some passes but now they got him where he needs to be. He he's kind of eating his way into a defensive lineman's position and he seems to be grasping it very well. You know, when you take a good athlete and you teach him some of those finer points of his craft that his coach is doing that, uh, he's really, he's had as good a fall camp as anybody there, Chuck.
5: You were out there Saturday, Harry. Um, the first scrimmage that, that the media was allowed to come to, um, there was a lot of snapping issues in in the shotgun. Did Kayla Warren get some of that straightened out yeah, that, by this that's, past that's
11: Saturday? I, I'd say that I'd say that the second third team guy may be still having some issues, and, but but Kayla Warren seems to be doing a much better job there. Uh, both quarterbacks played well on Saturday, I, and once again, I don't think there's any separation there. You know, Chuck, we might even take a game or two. You may have to have some live action where these guys can get get hit or tackled or, you know, this blitz is coming at them because right now they're playing two-hand touch. But, you know, maybe that's what it takes to see which one steps up and, and moves that offense. But uh, I didn't see any separation on, on Saturday. Uh, Luke Altmaier did throw a nice long ball to uh, to uh, Malik Heath, the, the young man from Mississippi State, and he took it to the house, and that was one of the bigger plays in the scrimmage. But uh, just don't see any separation, so I don't know <laughs> – it's a good problem to have, I think. But uh, one of them was running with the first offense, and then the other one with the second. And then they they switched positions and uh, just kept uh, doing that the whole scrimmage. But the defensive front uh, is doing a good job too, and uh, be interesting to see. You know, Once we get in game-type action, how there's a defense, I think it's going to be very good, Chuck. I'm, I'm going to be real disappointed if we don't play really well on that side of football.
10: Hey,
5: Harry, I just want to tell you something about your analysis of it, of the quarterbacks being even. You're making enemies in the fan base, okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> they want to know who it is, by golly, right
11: now. Well, just tell them to call Lane Kiffin or email, him. I'm sure he will get right back to them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, it's, uh, sorry about that, Chuck. They paid me to try to tell the truth. And I know,
5: right. I know. Hey, the truth sometimes gets criticized, though, Harry. I'm telling you.
6: Well, Harry, uh, you no, watched no. The, the scrimmage the other day, and running back-wise, I mean, you got guys like Isaiah Woolard now who's probably fourth or fifth string. I mean, this guy started some in his career. Tell me uh, about those guys and who really stepped up this week.
11: Well, he, he, once again they held some guys out and there's some guys there's some key players that were nicked up and they didn't have them in there saturday uh minor things but you know uh judkins did not practice at all from the running back room and uh obviously our, our guy number six uh zach evans didn't 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 have a carry in the scrimmage so I think they know what those two guys are capable of doing. One of them was a little nicked up; the other one just they just held him out of, out of the scrimmage. So uh, Isaiah Woodard got a lot of carries on Saturday, along with uh, uh, our guy Kentrell Bullock, who's been here he three years fighting for a pla fighting for a running back position, and he had a good day. So you know, and then you know Ulysses Bentley, uh, that little speed merchant we got out at SMU, had a good day. So. Uh, that, that running back really might be like the defensive lineman that somebody may be begging to get in the game before it's all said and done.
5: I think you're right, my man. I, I, I I'm not afraid of putting any of them in there, to be honest with you. I, I think they're going to be fine. If they get, you give them some openings and they're going to, they're going to roll. Okay. I, your specialty, my friend, not that the whole field isn't your specialty, but, uh, how you think that secondary is shaking out? I ask you that every Monday, but you know, we're a week up further along
11: well, I think we and we had some guys nicked up back there a j Finley didn't practice Saturday in that scrimmage, and he'll be back soon. I'm not sure what uh't say it's a hamstring, but he'll be back you know pretty soon and uh uh not going to go into you know details about injuries that's coach kiffin's issue, but uh no, but that, that that group is good. Uh, we did lose a, a backup corner uh, in Breedlove who who uh, broke a wrist or a forearm or something in the scrimmage, and that was a little bit of setback. That's the only real injury that might take some time that I'm aware of, Chuck. It's uh, a Casey Kelly that held him out; and he wasn't in there. But secondary, I like. I think you got uh, with with the four corners. I think you you start with DeAndre Prince and Miles Battle and. And a young freshman, Davison Igbenosin. And then you got uh, uh, number 25, uh, I think it's uh, and I, and I'm Trey always, Washington. Trey Washington's going to be on the corner. And you got Ashim Young, number one, playing back there. Uh, you know, it, there was just a group of guys. Uh, 13, Kennison, who transferred in from Auburn. is going to be one of those up-back up, up back safeties. It's going to be close to the line of screaming. You're going to see him coming on blitzes and, and run blitzes and things. He's he's kind of lived in the backfield this whole fall camp. But uh, I, I'm really impressed with it, Chuck. And uh, Keys uh, on Saturday was really delivering licks, as was Brown. So uh, we got a lot of – I think we got four really good options there, maybe more than four, but uh, – You know, we could go through that, of course, but I I like our linebackers, and I think these guys up front are going to make them that much better.
6: You know, Harry, we do this show every week, and nobody ever asks you what you do. Tell me, uh, I understand you're in insurance. Tell us what you do and how uh, people could send you some business or something.
11: Well, I've, I've I've been in the health insurance business, which is employee benefits for groups for a long time. I even write some senior citizens like Chuck and I we would do some
6: Well, I'm one too, so
11: Yeah. even do some uh, you know, Medicare supplements on the side. That's not what drives me, but uh group health insurance and, and everything that goes with that is, is what it is. But it's real easy to get in touch with me. Got a a, a real simple a cell phone number of 601-955-8000, and uh I'm usually on it twenty four seven. So give me a call if I don't answer. Yeah, leave we a appreciate message what or you did here. or whatever you need to do.
5: Thank you, my man. I appreciate that. Uh well, I may come to friend. you I may come to you for a Medicare supplement here pretty yeah, soon. I need some. Well, In you, October.
11: You, well you got you need to go ahead and sign up for your Medicare right now, Chuck. You do that. I'm a year away.
5: I hear you. So talk to me. Um we we've we've touched on most everything except the tight ends and obviously Casey and, and Trig and the freshman Kieran Heath are the top three guys right now. Um, your impressions of those guys
11: I, I think it's a good group chuck uh, you know from from a position that we were a little bit concerned about in the offseason i think it's going to turn out to be uh, probably as big a positive as anything out there i think when you get casey back and you got uh, obviously trig is very soft hands very 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 good uh receding tight end now will he put his hand on the ground and and take on some of those defensive ends that you know that's yet to be seen chuck so that's uh, that that's another problem, just like running back you' got to be able to pick up those blitzes and things, and that may determine who plays the most, but I think the combination i think one of the real special guys that uh it was not highly recruited, but stepped in here from day one. Kieran Heath, and he's been a, he's been an absolute workhorse. Looks the part; doesn't look like a freshman, six three and four, you know, two thirty five or forty, and uh, catches the ball. And he, you know, you think after two and a half weeks in, in fall camp, he'd keep, be kind of burned out. But so far, he just keeps hanging in there. And he and Trig together got to play, got in a lot of action on Saturday because they did hold Casey out. And, uh, so, uh, those guys are getting better and better every time they take the field.
5: You know what I like about Trig Harry? And I know this is going to sound crazy, but even when he's covered, he's open because of his body control, his hands, his jumping ability. He's a, he's a matchup nightmare for linebackers and safeties. Um, I mean, he's just, he's always open to me.
11: Well, and and, and that's a point, Chuck. Obviously, you don't want to force the ball. You, when we get in this SEC play or even playing against somebody else, I mean, I I think Troy's got eight or nine starters coming back on defense. But you don't want you don't want to force the ball just because you know he's he he, he does have the ability to do that. But you described it; he has that ability to to go up and make catches, and he's got great body control, and he catches at a high point, really soft hands, and uh, so he's going to be a weapon. But uh, we get a lot of them.
4: Harry, um, last thing, and we'll let you go. We've got like a minute and a half left to go. Do you have anything that you could help uh, a radio guy who's old enough to be the grandfather of an 8-year-old and a 3-year-old insurance-wise but is actually their dad? Uh, I know a guy. I know a guy.
11: <laughs> I need you, call I
4: get get. Off, you call me when we get off the
11: air, Darby, and I'll I walk you through all that.
5: <laughs> all right, Harry. Thanks a lot, my man. Thanks, Harry.
11: Thanks, Harry.
4: Good stuff there. And, again, he gave out his number if you wanted. It's 601-955-8000.
5: 601-955-8000 for our man, Harry Harris. Listen, I, I listen to two people when it comes to information, coaches and former players. That's right.
4: And uh, and you got one of the best of them, and Harry giving us that info in that one. Coming up next, we've got recruiting. We've got the good, bad, and ugly. And finish up another show.
7: Looking for the largest selection of wine and spirits in North Mississippi? Look no further than High Cotton's Wine and Spirits Warehouse in Oxford, located just behind Rebel Racks. You'll find some of the rarest wines that can only be found at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. They offer their customers a unique experience through their employees' expertise in the wine and spirits industry. The High Cotton Wine and Spirits Warehouse is a destination place for all of you true wine and spirit connoisseurs. Come visit us six days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at High Cotton Wine and Spirits.
2: Employers, are you paying too much for your group health insurance? If so, call Connie Brazell with Morgan White Group. Connie can show our proprietary premium saver plan, which can save you as much as 18 to 20% on your group health insurance premium. Connie can also show you our employee needs too, offering human resource guidance, payroll solutions, 401K retirement plans, and senior services. Morgan White Group is your largest solely dedicated health and payroll insurance agency in the state of Mississippi, servicing all of your health, dental, vision, and life insurance needs. Call Connie today at 662-259-5552.
9: miss
3: more of the rebel yell hotline presented by cannon
2: motors coming up next
4: well we thank our guests again jake thompson on early harry harrison finishing up that segment with us and now we've got some items of business to take care of before we get done the red and blue chips recruiting segment is presented by go orthodontics since 1976 They've been offering those friendly, affordable, and quality smiles to children, teens, adults, and seniors in places like Oxford, Saltillo, South Haven, Corinth, and Collierville. If you need braces or Invisalign, then mention Rebel Yell Hotline and receive $500 off. Gentlemen, where are we going in the recruiting world today?
5: All right, in football, uh, as Yancey said earlier in the show, Ole Miss picked up a commitment Sunday from the Number 118th overall ranked prospect in in uh, wide receiver Aiden Williams out of Ridgeland, Mississippi. He's Mississippi's number two overall prospect. Chose the Rebels over LSU and Tennessee. This moves Ole Miss up to 20 in national rankings with 10 total commitments. Eight of those commitments are rated four stars. As I said earlier, Ole Miss has also committed three of the top five prospects inside the state of Mississippi. Top fifty national prospect Tyler Williams will take an official visit to Ole Miss for the season Oprah against Troy. Six three two hundred pound receiver out of Lakeland, Florida was at Lane Kiffin's Juice Day in August. Georgia's the leader on OM on um, on Three Sports RPM leader. Twenty thirty twenty twenty-three defensive tackle Jamarian Harkless will take an official visit to Ole Miss for the Troy weekend. Lexington, Kentucky native, his official visits to Kentucky, Louisville, Georgia, and Illinois. Also, I saw a clip of Sunturine Perkins in a <laughs> Jamboree Friday have a sack of a quarterback in, on a blitz, and it looked like he was shot out of a cannon. I understand why he's the number one prospect in the state after seeing that clip.
6: Basketball recruiting Josh Hubbard, who's the number 26 player ranked, in national hoop recruiting, uh will decide on September twenty second between Seton Hall, USC, State, and Ole Miss. And this kid is the private school's all time leading scorer, uh, breaking the record of Ken Coglin who played at Ole Miss. And um supposedly he's a really good player and Ole Miss feels they got a really good shot at getting him point guard. All right.
4: Out of MRA, correct? MRA. Out of MRA. Lots of uh, pretty good athletes coming out of there uh, recently. And before uh, we shut it down, it's time to get into the good, the bad, and the ugly. Sponsored by Big Delta Power Sports. They're located at 155 Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville.
5: Well, the good, Gary, it looks like things are starting to shake out on the football team with more and more players having their roles gradually defined and more and more unity and cohesion being developed. The offense has a ton of weapons and a pretty salty offensive line. And when the quarterback mystery and puzzle is solved and resolved, I think this will be a, a very potent unit when all said and done. On defense, there may be more quality depth than I've seen in a long time at most positions. The secondary looks loaded with guys who can handle the load, and the defensive front may go 10 or 11 deep with players who won't miss a beat when they're putting the game. Another good thing happened yesterday when wide receiver Aiden Williams committed to the Rebels, a four-star Mississippi prospect. That's a huge get. The bad? Well, it's not bad, but it's more like the unknown. How are the linebackers? Troy Brown and Kari Coleman seem to be the leaders in the clubhouse being backed by Ashanti Sistrunk and Austin Keys. Can this group play to the standard that Chance Campbell and Mark Robinson established last year? That's a major question. Another unknown is is how to keep as many weapons as we have on offense happy. There's only one ball, and they all want it. And really, they all need it. Football distribution and selection will be critical to keeping a happy football team. Also, the bad was cornerback uh, Kendrick Breedlove, who had worked his way into the rotation, I believe, broke his wrist, and is going to be out most of the season, it looks like. Kendrick was the fifth corner and was expected to get quality Playing time in a backup role. No ugly. It's all good and and not so good.
4: That sounds good to me. You know, man, before we come back in the studio, now Ole Miss will have not played a football game, but there will have been college football played before we get back in here next Monday. It all starts on Saturday. Uh, The first of the kickoffs will be Austin P. Western, Kentucky, but Nebraska Northwestern, an actual Big Ten game gets going on on Saturday.
5: Can I snore now Absolutely. or do I have to wait till right. the game? No, Scott right. Frost
4: needs to win that. Oh, there's, there's a
5: lot of them. I, I, I think I'll pass on watching no, that snore that, fest. That's
4: the, that's the best one. SEC team will play. Vandy will be in the Honolulu. If you're going to open up, you might as well open up in Honolulu. To play Hawaii? Yeah. Might uh, as well do that.
5: Can I please pass on that you know one, what? too? That's
4: at 930. We'll all be asleep by then. I may watch that. Come, you're going to stay up and watch oh, that yeah. at 930 on Saturday night? Yeesh. <laughs> When's the first good be game? On the idea uh, yeah, that that's a good question. <laughs> West Virginia Pittsburgh, you know, backyard brawl comes up on uh, Thursday. Not of bad. Next not week. bad. That's Thursday of next week. Yeah. The Saturday games, not so much. Really? Yeah. But you get some football to watch if you want to watch them. Yeah. All right. Good stuff, fellas. Good. Great show. All right, brother. We'll shut it down. Thanks for joining us tonight. Don't forget, we'll do it again next Monday night at 6, a little closer to kick off for the first one for our Ole Miss Rebels. Till then, so long.